Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone. We're Quick Resuming back to episode six of the Quick Resume podcast. Um... My name is Deck. I'm joined by Crispy Timmy, my co-host. Stop <laughs> ASMRing your beard on the microphone. You can hear that. Oh yes. my lord! Uh, yeah, it's me, crispier than ever. I am um, so. Yeah, crispy. I recently dug out the uh, the blue snowball microphone that was sitting in my wardrobe, and um, yeah, I first came on and I was like, "This is going to sound really great," and then I realised, "Yeah, this is a curse more than a blessing." Like every time I move, you hear my chair squeak. You can hear me stroking my beard, apparently, um, <laughs> which is going to yep. be tough because I do a lot of beard stroking when I talk. But yep. I'll try and refrain from doing that. Um, but yeah, hello, hello, well, everyone. Maybe, it's, um, maybe that's where the channel's going. We'll just quick resume ASMR, <laughs> just week yeah. by week. Just oh wow, an hour of you scratching your beard sounds good. Yeah, to me. I mean it's better than the normal shit we talk about. To be fair, <laughs> so absolutely. Um, How are you yeah. this week, buddy? How has your week been? I'm uh, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, as always with um, with shorter weeks, they always end up feeling longer somehow. Um, yeah. I'm convinced it's we it's just because you're cramming for five days work into four. So. Um, but yeah, Easter weekend. No, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm 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 pretty good, and I'm uh, just getting back into the swing of things, and uh, glad it's the weekend. So yeah, all good. I've um I've gotten into this <laughs> this uh, routine of ever as soon as the clock ticks like past five on a Friday, I just start playing that that weekend song. Who's it even by? You know, what? I can't wait for the weekend oh, to begin. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember who that's. I just blare it across the house because we've got obviously like Alexis across the house, so I just like blurt it across the house. Yeah, it's hype, man. Get those weekend vibes going. It's so good. It's by Michael Gray. I can't wait for a quick resume. (laughs) Shall we? Shall we try and get Michael? Get yeah. Shall we try and get him to do a to do a remix for us? Yeah, definitely. I I think we could probably go higher. I think he's the best sort of remixer. We've got power. Uh, that's a good point. Um, Probably turn into like a lo-fi beat or something. David Goetta. <laughs> David Goetta. Yeah. <laughs> a lo-fi beat. I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be great. I looked into it. I looked into getting someone to do a do like a lo-fi intro for us. <laughs> no way. You're that into yeah. your lo-fi beats at the moment. Yes. I do. I do like them. Sue but, me. Um, yeah, I remember I played them quite recently at the uh, over Easter when we were all like playing like card games and stuff. But it was like I didn't do it like right at the beginning. Obviously, it yeah. was like really close to the end of the night, 
and then, and I was just like, let's put some chill music on. Everyone was like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of sleepy. And I put it on, and everyone just like started falling asleep. <laughs> it's that sort of music, to be fair. It's so good, man. Um, I fucking like, just... and I always call it yeah. And oh. I was like, I was I was telling them, and I was like, this is what I like work to most of the time because you know it hasn't got lyrics. It's just easy to listen to because when stuff has lyrics, I find it distracts you. Um, yeah. Because you're like you're singing it and stuff like that. I'm always singing it at the top of my lungs. <laughs> yeah, it was blowing so, out. Uh, so yeah, uh, and they were just like, "Would you just you just sleep at your desk all day?" And I was like, "The cat's out of the bag." Yeah, That's exactly what I do. <laughs> well, I mean, enjoy it while you can. I mean, most people when they get older um, find it hard to even listen to to music without lyrics. You know, so it, it taxes too much on your working memory because you become, your brain turns into a raisin. You just can't listen yeah. to anything. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. So I no. have always been a, a music listener when I work, but yeah. This is, I, just, this is a podcast into our lives at the moment. I know. Is... What is this? <laughs> this? This is just amazing. Yeah. This is like the most just normal ass intro ever. We haven't even yeah. gone to anything game. Hi, right, my so. name's Deck. I I ate rigatoni last night. <laughs> my bowel Did movements you? are at 12 and 4. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Rigatoni. We could at least spend 15 minutes on that. Oh no! Yeah, 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 no, it was Rigatoni. Anyway, should we fucking speak about something else? Yeah, let's speak about some, yeah. the poor guy who wanted timestamps. <laughs> this is why. Yeah, this Let's is exactly to talk about why. Fucking lo-fi music and Rigatoni. Anyway, yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ. So, I mean, you, um, you, you have obviously been playing Outriders with me. Have you been playing anything else this week? Has anything interesting happened for you in the gaming realm? Um. No, not really. Kind of just been Outriders. Um, I did. Uh, I did briefly boot up Octopath Traveler, um, oh, and yeah. then immediately got scared at the commitment of it. Oh, um, right. I pl- I played it for like sort of like thirty minutes or something. Um, and it does. It looks like it's definitely right up my alley. I love that sort of game. Um, but right now, I don't know. It's just a bit of a. It's a bit of a commitment. I mean. You know, I find it quite hard to find the time just to play like Outriders with you and stuff like that. I still haven't followed up on any of my promises, but you know, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to bring those up. I mean, now that you mention um, it, <laughs> no, this is—I don't want to mention it. Yeah, right. uh, I shouldn't have. Um, you can go to episode yeah, three no. if you want to see his promises. <laughs> but yeah, I still do need to pay those, and I, I, I will. Um, it's just a case of shifting the mood because I'm definitely uh, I'm just in a different sort of gaming mood now these these days. Um, we kind of just hop on and just mess around on uh, Outriders, which is just the best. Like mm. <laughs> it's 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 like one of those. It's like I would describe Outriders in. I would compare it to like a movie like Sharknado. <laughs> I can I think of like, a better description. Yeah, right. It's, it's like, like Gunnado. That's for the fucking game. Yeah, it's it's bad, but it's good. Like it, it's bad in so many ways, yeah. <laughs> but it's good in so many ways. Well, yeah, it's like um, the same reason you'd watch Goosebumps or like the original Spider-Man trilogy. Like it's you don't watch it because it's like legitimately good. You watch it because you get <laughs> it fucking. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean. I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll get onto it more. It's just, just the intro. We'll we'll talk about Outriders a little bit more a week on, but um, but yeah. So 
I guess we'll just we'll, we'll just go on, on on to you. How's how's your week been, and what have you been doing? Oh, yeah, it's been busy week, man. I feel like I'm losing my voice a bit today because I've just I've just been speaking to so many people, and at work we've had like trainee start as well. So I've been like trying to help them with stuff, and it's just uh, ludicrous. So I I wouldn't be surprised if my voice started getting like crackly <laughs> like towards the end of this, or maybe high pitch. Oh. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it has just been a lot of outriders. Um, I'm waiting for some new stuff to happen with Apex, like potentially, I don't know. Um, still sort of half following yeah, there's that. Like a, there's like a new event on its way out, isn't there, or something? Yeah, War Games, seeing... yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the 15th. I, I remember seeing like a load of new skins and stuff. It's like a, it's like almost like a white and gold, like sort of themed skin event. Um, they look quite cool, actually, mm. but I didn't look too much into it. Yeah, um, it, it's they're, they're doing two weeks where there's like five game modes. They're like yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're like slight adjustments um, for different things. So that's the thing. Yeah, that but, could be yes. fun, and hopefully it'll come with some balance changes too. Some much needed balance changes. Mm. Mm. Um, spice up the game a bit. Nerf Caustic. No. Nerf Caustic. For all you're your gonna over it. out there, never gonna get over it. With the ban hammer. So, oh, don't fucking bring up his hammer. Do you remember when he's supposed to batter down doors with his hammer? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. They were supposed to add it, that he used his heirloom to knock They ne- They still haven't acknowledged that it's not a thing. They one they were just like, yeah, we're going to add it so he can smash down doors with his hammer. Yeah, one day they're just going to remove Caustic and just be like, <laughs> I think they will. what do you mean? There was never a Caustic. <laughs> Who's Caustic? Yeah, there'll just be a floating gas cloud throughout the map. That's him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. I've been keeping an eye on um, on that, uh, but I've, I've also been playing a little bit of um, Hollow Knight as well. Um, I'm an idiot oh, yeah. forever thinking it was it was anything short of amazing. Um, but I mean, yeah, I've only played a little, probably only played like maybe three or four hours total. But um, it's it's fucking cool. I like it a lot so far. Um, and yeah, other than that, it's just Outriders. So, I mean, this is probably um, now is probably a good time to swing into that i mean sort of now that we've kind of had a bit more time with it across the week actually i guess maybe first let's last week two weeks ago our predictions for outriders open critic was you were 76 i was 78 last week we were both very happy you know we were content the score was 77 it's a win for all it's a it's a it's a all for one one for all win um this week (laughs) um no (laughs) it's <laughs> the friendship um, over <laughs> well so that was like based on like 11 reviews last week um mm-hmm. it's now up to 53 reviews so oh <laughs> you know we've we've like quadrupled quintupled the amount of reviews and yeah how would you describe the server stability in the last week poopy. What, what word would you use poopy poopy yeah poopy. shooting poopies <laughs> <laughs> shoot the poopies so, so the score has dropped down to seventy-five, and I imagine it will stay at seventy-five. So, um, <gasps> you're the winner of our first out open critic predictions yes. showcase. Oh, um, feels good, man. Well done. Um, I mean, at the same time, we shouldn't be happy. <laughs> we should be happy. About that. Yeah, it's I'm glad I got a lower score because I won. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I think I know. I know, like we needed a bigger sample size to just see what it was going to 
stabilized out at, but it was at 82 at some point last week when it had like something, you know, like 10 reviews or whatever. I really think because the game has been really unstable, that's really colored people's reviews of what it's been like. And, you know, this has been part of our problem. The, the game has been really fucking unstable. It's, it's dreadful, really, really bad. And a lot of people are going to be scoring it low because of that. I do, I do think it's quite harsh though to just sort of brand a game forever with a lower score just because it had some issues right at the beginning or, you know, like they had more of an influx than they were expecting. You know, like they are a small um, dev team at the end of the day as well. Uh, well, not small. Well, I guess they are small. Yeah, like, they're not that big. But I think it's a bit harsh to forever brand a game in a negative light just because of that. Because the servers won't be an issue, you'd hope, in the next couple of weeks. So, and it's not like reviewers are going to be like, okay, well, then now it's back up to an 82. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's annoying and it it has annoyed us. Don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It was like yesterday, wasn't it? We literally just finished work and we hopped on and just the servers were just down for like, well, I think they were down for quite a while before that, but we had to wait like a solid like forty minutes before coming mm. on. And it's you know it's 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 not what you want when um when you just want to play the, the video game. But um, yeah, I, you're probably going to get crucified for that. It's quite an unpopular opinion. Well, you, do, do you not agree though to just say like oh to just think oh yeah that forever branding a game at a lower <clears throat> score because there's some issues right out the gate. Even though the game itself, gameplay-wise, is pretty good, some <laughs> very buggy, but it's it is good. I am um, no, I I've been advocating for like reviews, like updated reviews for for years. Like we're, we're past the age of of games being released and one and done. We, you know, we're into the age of games being supported, and I just I find it pretty dumb that review outlets haven't haven't jumped on it it's more clicks for them it it holds it holds devs and publishers to not being scumbags on launch and not being scumbags after launch i mean we the thing is we've seen publishers take advantage of this system we've seen publishers acknowledge that reviews like you say are given at launch and then never touched again and that means we get call of duty you know, for six months saying, we won't do microtransactions, we won't do loot boxes, yada, 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 game launches, one month later, they put them in the game because they're past the review window. So none of the critical success gets affected. So like they're taking advantage of that. And I don't know why, I don't know why like the games media isn't being reactive to that. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. Reviews should be reactive to to how the game performs over its time so you know whether or not it improves and they, they do reviews like that for some games i know there was recently an apex legends review for 2021 yep. and stuff like that I, I, ign are quite good with it ign do quite a lot yeah. um they're one of the few i think I, I think i've seen GameSpot do a few I, ign do it um and they're the only one of the few that do but i feel like they they would they tend to do that just with the free-to-play genre though right More um more so no. than something else no they, they, they did it for overwatch they've done it for sea of thieves uh they've done it for rainbow six siege they've done it for uh, all of these games yeah okay. they've done it for loads of games um and i think it's fantastic and they always get good amount of reviews and i just think it's well worth doing you know and when i don't think anybody's realistically asking that you do a new review every three months you know you know do it every two years or something it doesn't have to be much but but the thing is yeah i mean you're right as well because a lot of these aggregate sites like open critic or metacritic or metacritic don't um take it into account like they won't um 
the way it's done, it won't take a updated review into account. So that will be stuck forever. But at the very least, you, there should be updated reviews that people can, you know, type it in and it will say, like I'm having a look right now, Overwatch Review 2020 Update, CFE's Review 2020 Update. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of, like, you know, I said it's an unpopular re- opinion for a reason because I think a lot of people are very stressed that games are releasing buggy yeah. nowadays. But, you plus, know, I, yeah. Plus gamers hold a grudge. It's very natural for gamers. Uh, gamers like, are a, the grudge. As a species, <laughs> to yeah. hold a grudge. Um, if That's what the film is... was about. Yeah, it's based on gamers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a black, yeah. cancerous <laughs> being. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite player, yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know, yeah. I, I, I find it quite, quite harsh. Um, but yeah, but you can't blame them for I... doing it. That you can't. No, I can't. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna. That's what I mean. Like, it's. It's even if you like were like trying to not let that sway your impression of a game, it's going to. Like, if you're getting booted out of a game every three, you know, and every like thirty minutes, you're like you're gonna be pissed off, and you're gonna be like, "This is a seventy-five, not an 80. So yeah, you can't blame them. Yeah. Um, but um, I think it's a very fair score, even as is. To be honest, um, I'm not upset with with that 75 um i even think that the gameplay is good um but there are just it's it's a very unpolished game i mean (laughs) i was audibly laughing several times last (laughs) night not only at the cutscenes, but just uh, just some of the i just had the funniest moment ever (laughs) i need to watch your clip actually Yeah, yeah it was just it was just glitch heaven like, I couldn't have mm. asked for a funnier glitch. But, like, it's, it is like a mid-70s game. <clears throat> if I was to play that game, I don't think I would rate it an 8. I'd mm. rate it probably below an 8. I, th- I don't know. I, I do think it's quite hard to say, isn't it? But I, I think if it was, um like, crystal clean, no bugs, um I don't know, like, maybe. But I think it is quite hard to say with these sorts of games because as you... Like, if you start moving towards the end game and you're like, oh, okay, half my skills are shit, so, like, the balancing's really poor, then that's gonna... Like, that's the sort of thing that would push me an extra five points. Like, if there were no bugs, I would probably be thinking, yeah. it could do an eight. It could do a high 70 or, or an eight. But if it's... If I get to the end game and it's like, actually, this is really poorly balanced, it brings it back down to a 75. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, which I am starting to notice a little bit of, to be honest, that sort of end game. I am noticing a lot... <sighs> I, I definitely know what skills are my best and what skills I should always be using, basically, and mm. what skills are just trash and should never really be picked up. Um, I'm starting to notice that. Um, and I know all games have that. It's very hard to balance every single skill for every single character. I don't expect them to do that. But, um, yeah, I am starting to see a trend. And, um, yeah, maybe just, like, one or two... <laughs> play styles maybe um well actually that that's very harsh to say I, I i don't know what all the legendary sets are like and stuff like that but i just feel like i've already found the three skills that are the staple for my character and i would put myself at a disadvantage if i were picking other things other than those mm. um which is fine because there's there's loads of characters to play as well uh, like, i definitely want to try the the pyromancer i actually have a bit of an itch to try the pyromancer already uh, even though I haven't even maxed out my my technomancer yet, um, but yeah, uh, I I think overall a week in, um, 
from from last week. I'm still pretty happy with it. Um, I'm about the same as where I um, where I was last week, to be honest. Um, the stability hasn't really improved um, over the last week. <coughs> Servers mm. are still pretty bad. <coughs> I'm still getting bugs in game, um, obviously. But yeah, so my opinion hasn't really changed that much. Um, but I'm still having fun with it. So yeah, yeah, I. Um... I mean, I said this to you yesterday, like, I don't ever want to hear again that games as a service are the fucking problem with games releasing um, incomplete. I mean, even, like, fucking, you know, we just had Cyberpunk as well. Like, this isn't a games as a service problem. I don't know why people don't understand that yet. Games are more complicated um, now. They're bigger, like, I mean, and they're working to budgets. I mean, clearly there's a problem. I'm not saying there isn't, but, I mean, for games as a service seem to have become the scapegoat because they've been, like, you know... They've been like the rising tide in the last seven years of games going for that to, for for more finance and um, you know more cost overhead and, and all of that. Um, but Outriders sold itself as not being a games as a service, and everyone bit their hand off for that. And everyone was like, "That sounds fucking great. I hate games as a service." And then it releases, and it has all the exact same problems <laughs> that a games yeah. as a service game has. So don't give me that shit. It's exactly the same. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, for most, for the most part, I, I can usually look past this stuff. Uh, Outriders has been particularly bad, uh, to be honest, there has been like server shutdowns for hours. There's been like regular, like spawning in, not able to move. It has been quite bad. Um, and I, you know, I said, it makes me even more thankful it's on games pass. Like I wasn't expecting it to be this bad in terms of bugginess, but I would yeah. definitely be a bit more angry if I had spent a you know, full price on this. Um, mm. Maybe it gets ironed yeah. out by the time it leaves Game Pass and I'd be happy to drop a bit of money for it. But for now, I'm, yeah. I, I'm thankful I it's on Game Pass for sure. It's, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, can we just talk about the cutscenes as well? Like, <laughs> awful. Like, truly awful. But so not weird. just not just in scripting and just everything about them. The, the quality too is so awful mm-hmm, in these mm-hmm. in these cutscenes. It's just like my screen's just being ripped in half. Like it's so weird. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 just really really poor quality. Um, like I but feel like everything, it's lower though. frames. Than the it's game. so weird. It's like every oh, have you not? There's a setting for that. There's a setting to change oh. the frames in the cutscenes. Why? <laughs> yeah, because in the beta it wasn't. It was thirty, and everybody complained about it. So they were like, "Oh, you, I, I don't fucking know, dude." Why is it? Uh, it's not just it's default because, the highest because it's cinematics. There's like this argument that thirty frames is cinematic, and like that's I nobody believes it, but there is an argument there. Um, so that's why it's there, that by default. So go and change that. Okay, no, um, but the screen tearing is still a thing. Yeah, but like the thing is about the cutscenes, it's like every single facet of it facet of it is bad it's so i've never seen such bad like fucking cutscene direction it's so like the lip syncing is off the facial animations are like not bad they're not like a bethesda game bad but like i mean yeah they are but like on top of that like everybody's like smiling at weird times they're like oh no dude x is dead and they're all fucking smiling and winking each other and i'm like what are you doing what's going on here and then there are like times where people just wander off screen and then we just have to (laughs) pretend they're not there and then they wander back on and save everybody. And it's like, what the fuck happened? 
It's yeah. so it's really weird because if you think about the disparity between like some of the way the way that the Outrider story is told and like then the quality of like some indie games, it's like what happened here? Like I know there are I know there are like a Polish studio like maybe trying to make like an American centric game. Like I don't know if there's like any difficulty there but like if you think about like the quality of like hades which is like presumably like a studio of less than 50 people hades is super giant isn't it it's super, super giant maybe are a bit bigger than that i don't know but anyway even if you think about like some of these indie games and the way that they like direct and tell their story you can just tell there's so much craft to it and i'm not even getting the impression that there wasn't any craft to that ride is just that nobody knew what they were doing it was so weird but it's so <laughs> it's so messy. weird yeah, it's like everyone got. It's like every employee got to put at least one thing they wanted in the cutscene. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, literally, it is. Yeah, it literally <laughs> yeah. is. It's like, yeah, it really is. It's so. It's such a mixed bag, and I mean that in the worst <laughs> way possible. It's it's so weird. It's like it's literally yeah, like it's... I ask kids for their opinions on like what the what should happen in cutscenes. It's like all right, yeah. and you just have to go along with it. Like all right, okay, this is happening now. And so like it's so fucking it's so goddamn weird. I do. I have a very love hate relationship with it though. I do love it, and I've I mean... been in tears for some. <laughs> and just like eighty percent of the cutscenes end with our with the main character, our protagonist, shooting someone in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we have such an obsession with just saying like just "fuck heads. you" and yeah. just popping someone in the head. <laughs> the amount of unnecessary swear words to try and build like tension as well is ridiculous. Like you see, they see like a sandstorm ahead of them, and they're like, "Oh, that looks bad." Like maybe we should find cover. They're all just like, "Fuck." Fuck me, that looks awful. What the fuck is that? Fucking fuck. Shit, we're fucked. (laughs) They're all just swearing. And it's just like, it's almost like that's how they make it seem um, like climactic. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, I don't know. I think there there are some times where they've like looked at other... We said this, it's so weird because we said this in a good way last week, but I think there are some elements of at least like the story building and world building where they've looked at other like looter shooters and be like let's just take the good bit and so like they've tried to take like the whole thing from borderlands or it's like oh you're a badass you're a badass vault hunter and then that they pull that off really well but in this they just like try and jam it in and mm. you're your like dude is just like a dick <laughs> he's not cool he's just a dick yeah. oh she's just is, a dick and... which is so different to what you were at the beginning of the game when you first landed on uh enoch and you yeah. were just like just a nice you were like dude. a soldier you were just like yeah. where do i go next yeah northwest two 220 clicks yeah i'll find the you were just like a fucking a normal dude like a really straight up like soldier a, a little bit of uh like a cheeky cheekiness to him but then you get st- fucking struck by whatever the hell happened to you, and you got your powers, and you just become such a dick. Yeah, you just, you just think you're just like hot shit, <laughs> and it's just, oh my god, it's just it's ridiculous. The, the the change was just insane. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm still mostly having fun with the gameplay, but fucking hell, some of it is just so. It's like some of the worst I've ever played. Like in terms yeah, of it's Sharknado, the direction the it is Sharknado the game. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. We're we're almost coming up to the end game. So you know, once again, I'm sure we'll talk about this um, next week. Yeah. We're almost maximum expeditions level, aren't we? next week. 
expedition. Um, I'm starting to see some cracks in the gameplay um, every now and then, and I'm not sure if it's just me. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I, th- I think it's mostly still good, but there are some cracks there where I'm like, this feels like a clash of what the game is trying to do and what it's actually doing. Um, yeah, it feels... Th- sometimes the enemies just feel so weird. Sometimes I go into an area and it's a decent fight, and then sometimes I go into an area and just random things just one-shot me out of nowhere, and I don't yeah. know what's happening, and I feel like I can't control it. And there's no invulnerability frames when dodging as well. So even if you perfectly time a dodge, like something's jumping on you and swiping you, you perfectly time it, your character just like glitches out a bit and then it hits you anyway. And you're like, what? <laughs> what just yeah. happened? Like, I don't know. I'm a Dark no... Souls player. Give me that shit. Exactly. I have no idea what I've decided to not go with iframes. Like, you know, I can play it. Compare. I compare Outriders mostly to to like Remnant in terms of like its gunplay. It's like the closest thing I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Remnant has iframes, right. dude. Exactly. It's yeah. very, really consistent and reliable. Whereas Outriders is just so unreliable. It's so like sometimes I just drop dead. I, I don't know. Yeah. And the weird thing is, I'm pretty sure that Outriders has one shot protection, which is great. Like lots of games in this don't. Like Destiny doesn't have one shot protection. I don't think Division does either. And it's just that thing of like, if something hits you, you'll always survive on one health. So at minimum, you need to take two hits to die. And I'm pretty sure Outriders has that. I've looked down a few times after taking a big hit and noticed I've been on one health. Um, but then sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just like I just get eviscerated, and I'm like, what? Why? And like, because there's no indication. It's hard to know like what direction you're being shot from. There's not a very good indicator of where that's happening. So I don't know, man. I don't know why there's no iframes. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's the game's trying to like push you more to be in the right position and like keep moving more than like stand in the same place, dodge, stand in the same place, dodge. It wants you to keep moving. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll soon. We'll fucking yeah. see. So that's um, that's Outriders for this week. Um, there has been on the news front there's been um lots of little stuff well some little stuff and then lots of small to medium to kind of big i suppose um uh rumors really uh rumors and arguably leaks if um if you're feeling saucy so um we'll start from the top here um we get to start with sea of thieves so i get to have my big shit eating grin again um <laughs> but i it's uh they're just they're just teasing a lot of stuff on twitter at the moment um and on stream and then they uh they announced the season two is coming on april the 15th um i don't know if you remember seasons is obviously the kind of like battle pass system that they're doing um plunder pass they call it and each season tends to introduce new stuff along with a new plunder pass um so that was all really really nice they showed off like a barrel emote in the in the trailer where you can turn yourself into a barrel which seems a bit weird because that's like that's a bit pay to win but hey ho um it's <laughs> <laughs> all right if you say so yeah yeah you could definitely see some toxic uh pvp players taking advantage of that well yeah, you just climb onto a boat and pretend to be a barrel of bananas like that's it's kind of yeah. cheesy like but anyway so um that's happening, and I, I will say, inside a deck here, coming at your heart, you get this live from Quick Resume. As a City of Thieves insider, right from day one, pioneer, there's some hot shit coming in City of Thieves. I've, I've seen, I've seen ahead. I know what's coming. The next few seasons are, are 
<laughs> really fucking cool and really exciting. Um, I mean, so yeah. I'll, I'll probably be dipping in over the next, uh, again, over the next few seasons. Um, probably not for season two, though, this one coming. Um, maybe the next one or the one after. Um, but yeah, really exciting stuff on the, on the horizon for Sea of Thieves. Um, cool. Definitely a lot to be excited about if you, if anybody else um, likes playing it. I do. Uh, I do always love hopping back on Sea of Thieves. So, um, especially at three AM. Especially three AM. We, we all know what you're like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. No. It's always good fun, and it's uh. It, it, it's good to see. Um. It's good to see it improving. Um. All all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm nice. 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 Stuff to come to it. We spoke about um a certain battlefield um battlefield six a couple of weeks ago um now there has been some rumors this week that it might it might be launching into xbox games pass there has been rumors for a while now of of a really or at least a few really big games dropping into game pass on on day one uh either this year or or in the near future um battlefield six has been in circulation um by a couple of insiders to be one of those games um and something like that like is massive. Like there's no way around it. I know we don't typically play Battlefield, but that, to be fair, it's something that I would I would play if it launched into Game Pass. I would probably play it if it looked good. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, what you were just saying? So it doesn't it doesn't actually have a release date at the moment. Battlefield Six hasn't been announced yet. It hasn't even been announced. Oh, okay. Yeah, nope. I was about to say I haven't heard um, anything from it. No, nope, we don't. Um, know about so it's just time. launching into Games Pass. Probably not this year then. I don't know. Year, right? that, I don't know. There has been some talks that it's going to be kind of like you know announced E three time to launch November. You know, usually COD and Battlefield come out around that time. Um, yeah. So that, that's the yeah. speculation. You no, know, it's, it's all rumor stuff still. Um, but that's the beginning of the rumor mill for this week, anyway. Yeah, that <clears> that, that is pretty big though, um, and it's just it's crazy that even on like a week by week basis, we're seeing so many new things like allegedly making their way over to games pass and people was it i heard um another rumor that um hideo kojima's next game might be oh it's um, coming up oh it's coming up okay all right we'll talk about that later yeah (laughs) but i heard the obviously that might be an xbox exclusive and coming straight into games pass as well obviously we'll cover that more later but um it's just crazy that on a week by week basis we're just seeing companies just i feel like they're, they're just changing their opinion mm-hmm. um their, their their allegiance so to speak and um going down more of the xbox route um it is. and you like literally you could see it on a week by week basis if you follow our our, our podcast it, it's it's pretty crazy um it is it is it's, and you, you kind of see this all over the place for the last i think you know i think we said this it, it, one of the last episodes there has been like this really strong momentum that xbox has at the moment and i you know this is clearly part yeah. of their marketing you know i you know we've i think we touched on this they um they got they've gotten a couple of people over from netflix now to, to manage marketing so they know the power of like dropping like games and content into into these services like it's a big deal so yeah like absolutely they're spacing this out to like the right amount you know hearing weekly oh there's another game in oh there's another game in oh in the future there's this big game like it's a big deal it creates a lot of mind share um so yeah. yeah absolutely like there is definitely like a rising tide um for xbox in the moment and and beyond that i mean there's something to say about this later sony i mean obviously 
Xbox's main competitor, no way around it, um, is uh, arguably is um, having a lot of negative press. They've had a lot of negative press over the last three or four months, uh, to be honest. So you do kind yeah. of get this this double-handed effect in the moment. Yeah, like you said, it, you are seeing quite a lot of positivity for Xbox at the moment because there's a lot of good stuff to say, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely seems like um, PlayStation are, are taking a little bit of a hit at the moment. They're in a little bit of a rut. Um, Just a PR which... rut, though. Like, you know, they're still yeah. killing it in sales. Uh, oh, but, yeah, of course. Just... Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're actually doing better. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, by quite some margin. But, um, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, PR-wise, they are in a bit of a rut, which is um, which Xbox are fully taking advantage of. And they're mm-hmm. sort of, um, yeah, they're using it to their advantage. Yeah. <clears throat> so, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get back to all of this. There is um, there is more room stuff to talk about. Um, that just came a bit earlier in the week, so I just wanted to touch on that first. But mm. um, in terms of some more solid news of actual stuff that is actually happening, um, there was um, some confirmation earlier in the week about um, more games coming to um, coming to Games Pass and XCloud. Um, again, like I, I I've got an iPhone, I've got an iOS device, so I haven't been able to try XCloud yet, but. Um, Things like GTA coming to cloud and console. Um, uh, what's this? Dis- Rush? Is that? Disney Pixar Rush? Uh, MLB The Show yeah. as well, obviously. NFL. So a couple of sports games. Zombie Army 4. Um, this is just a few. But there were like over 50 games coming to xCloud. The, the big the big thing here was they're bringing over 50 games to xCloud with touch controls. So did you know this was a thing for xCloud? They're like handcrafting touch controls for some of the games that they're bringing over. I did not know that, no. All right, no. so there, there has been a few. I want to say Minecraft Dungeons was one of them, Gears 5 was one of them, and Gears Tactics was one of them. I think there has been a few more, but like, so you can literally Gears just go 5. on xCloud, boot it up, and yeah, there are just buttons on the screen. You can just play it on your phone without needing to connect a controller or whatever. Um, yeah. So they're dumping 50 more games to that, and one of them is one of our favorites, uh, Slay the Spire, which is fucking Woo. cool. Yeah, no, that is that is pretty hype. I'm... I'm... Not gonna lie. I mean, I already kind of play Slay the Spire on my Switch, so there's no reason I'd ever play it on Xbox. Chivos. Um, oh, Chivos, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it gives you another reason put, to play Slay the Spire, dude. I, I've put so many hours into the Switch, I'm scared to look. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely several hundred. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty cool. Load loads of new games come in. Um, I've always kind of wanted to try uh, Zombie Army. Um, those games. I don't know so, anything about it. I know it's like a spin-off of Sniper Elite, and that makes me want to scream. Yeah. Yeah. You love Sniper Elite. <laughs> I hate Sniper Elite. I hate Sniper Elite with my whole fucking being. Every cell in my body yeah, hates Sniper Elite. It's awful. Yeah, it's it's truly awful. Um, Right they down keep to pumping the... them out. I fucking hate it. Uh, and yeah, you right. get to finally um, play GTA without the uh, shark card attachment. <laughs> Whenever I, I have been wanting, to... it's always with the shark card. I know, I know. I have been. I think it's still on. Yeah, I, th- I think it was in Games Pass a while back, and now it's come back. And I, I have been. I've got it on download. I have been wanting to um, to play because I never, I never complete the single player campaign, and obviously it's, it's reviewed so damn highly. But I, I remember it being very fucking good when I when I played it back in 2013, 14, whatever it was. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not typically a GTA boy, but I mean, I, 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 I had a good time 
Um, so I, I do want to play it again. Uh, but, but yeah. It's cool. Uh, Dragon Quest is on there as well, actually. It's one of the games with touch controls. I know you, you started Dragon Quest, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I pumped a fair, fair few hours um, into Dragon Quest. Uh, very charming RPG. Um, hmm. The touch control thing, I don't know. That, that, that doesn't really uh, do anything for me, personally. X-Card and touch controls. I mean, sure, it's nice for convenience sake, but whenever I've played, like, any form of mobile game that has like touch controls on the screen it's so jank mm. um but you know some people might like it but it's, it doesn't really do anything for me i'm not like oh wow touch controls for gears 5 like, i couldn't think of anything worse than playing well gears what i'll 5. say is have you played remote play before on your phone i have it's a it's With a, a fucking yeah i how how have you done that like, i can't connect my elite 2 to my controller and i don't think it's even compatible yet no 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 i just i just have a, a stand i just have a normal um xbox controller that has bluetooth um capabilities just a standard one mm. uh, and that, that that connected fine i i didn't I mean, have any issues with it that's that's why because i like you know i said before that's why i got my quiche in the end because i like i when I'm like going to play remote play, I want to boot it up and I just want to start playing. I don't want any hassle, and I just the, I just found it so much hassle to to use the Bluetooth. Just like oh, it might not work. It might work. Oh, it disconnected. Like, oh my god. So like there is this kind of thing. Like if you have twenty minutes, you just want to boot up a game, like hop on it, play like a fucking a mission on Minecraft Dungeons, or play like a quest on Slade Aspire. And I, what I will say is that all as well, I'm pretty sure all of the ones that they do for the touch controls are all custom that they like custom okay. put make put the controls in so it's not like i don't know i'm sure it's going to be janky like if you don't like touch controls on phone like this probably won't change your mind but they like the options there i don't think anybody's expecting you're going to like it more than using a controller but it's there for convenience and speed basically yeah 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 definitely um but yeah no that's great it's always nice to see the uh, x cloud uh, library expand as well as um games pass it's just games pass always expands like crazy um and yeah there are a few games in there i'd want to try out so that's that's pretty hype yeah pretty cool cool we've got a small dashboard update as well um Whoa. this was yeah very very little it's just just a games pass thing but it's um it was uh, a little tile that's essentially gonna say um if you're if your mates are playing something on games pass and you can just jump straight into them or you can click that tile and it will just download the game for you. Like if it'll pop up saying, Oh, they're playing this game. This game is games pass and you can click on it. It'll download the game for you, which I do think is really cool. I think Xbox has always been like really good at fostering like that, at like, uh, you know, like social, social environment, social gameplay and whatever. Um, so, and I, do you know what? And actually this has been like a really unexpected, um, unexpectedly cool thing about Games Pass. I think like, obviously it's good for value and whatever, but what actually is really good about it is playing with your friends because when you all want to, when you, when there's something that looks good that you want to play with your friends, you not only have to fork out the money for yourself and convince yourself it's a good idea, you have to convince your friends it's a good idea as well. And with Games Pass, you don't have to do that. The barrier to entry is zilch. So you can kind yeah. of all just hop in and play. And this, I think that it creates a really cool effect for co-op games where you can all just try shit that's the thing as well, convincing your friends to to buy something which they would typically be on the fence about, they'll now try with you. So, well, yeah. but they should <laughs> because like, the, yeah. the, the, the barrier is so low. So, um, 
I think that's a really cool like side effect that Game Pass has kind of had, and and I think this kind of just just kind of fosters that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely sort of um, yeah opens everyone's minds to try different things um, with yeah with little to no hassle. Um, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I mean, for example, yeah, when I downloaded uh, Octopath that recently came onto Games Pass, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to try that. Uh, I wasn't sure about it. Uh, I did watch a review on it, and I did, obviously I know it's done very well review wise. But uh, yeah, I just clicked on it, downloaded it. It was such a small download; it's like a three gigabyte game. Oh, really? It's tiny. Yeah. Oh, right. Sweet. And then I was just I was just on it in like two minutes. Um, so it's just yeah, it, it, it's very easy and very consumer friendly to just be like, hey, come try this out with me. Hey, come play this with me. Mm. And uh, and every time that happens, it's just money in the developers pockets it's and stuff like that which is why games pass is so appealing um to mm. a lot of people uh to a lot of devs and stuff like that and companies and it's becoming increasingly more uh, appealing as well probably because a large portion is because of that um they would get so many more players trying their game downloading it and playing it than they would if it wasn't on games pass um so yeah. it's just a bit of a no-brainer um, yeah absolutely i like justin bieber the other yeah well absolutely i mean there's um the, the only other, like the example i can think of is um is it the descenders i got i, I don't think you were oh no where were you i can't remember we got i got everybody to download and play the descenders which is kind of that like um it's like a mountain biking game um and it's like it's like a, okay. one of his big things is like playing co-op um and it, but it's like really hard it's like really really fucking hard uh but it was cool man and i you know it was like not not very big it's like four gig or whatever i got everyone to download it and we played just played it one evening and we haven't touched it since but i had a good time like i wouldn't have been able to like do you know what i mean it's just like i would never yeah. have thought i would have gotten everyone to play a mountain biking game let i wouldn't have thought that that'd be my sort of game but it was really fun like I, I wouldn't even be opposed to going back on it it was genuinely very very fun um yeah but it's just that sort of thing. But the, having that low barrier to entry um, is so valuable, especially when friends are involved. And I think that's having more features that um, accommodate that is really, 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 really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's my piece. Yeah. We have E3 coming I back you this year. Some, like Nintendo Wii news there. <laughs> the Wii! Wii! It's back. The Nintendo Wii is coming back. <laughs> it's the be- we're, we're a Nintendo Wii podcast now. I've decided right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, E3 is coming back. Um, good folks of the internet. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we had E3 cancelled last year. And um, we had, in its, in its wake... We had the Summer Games mess that Jeff Keighley was... Summer Games... Um, that's what somebody else called it it was um the games of games of summer summer of games i can't remember the title but it was this the the, the overall reception was that it wasn't it was a bit annoying because it was so dragged out it went on for like four months um and there was some cool stuff throughout it no doubt but uh, you know jeff Keighley, the guy who does the video game awards um he kind of did it and he kind of obviously collaborated with a load of publishers to do it and you know he does a lot for the industry he gets a lot of he generates a lot of excitement about it but the format was a bit so and so um and obviously before the year before that we had so many pull out of e3 so didn't even have an e3 so they've been very quiet 
throughout all of this. Um, and then this year, we've had a, we've had a confirmation that a digital only E3 is a real thing that's going to happen. Um, and because obviously this is something which is hosted by um, a different organization. I can't remember what they're called. Um, I really can't remember. But they're, they're, so they're, they've decided they're going to host it again. And Nintendo, Xbox and Ubisoft are three confirmed publishers that are going to be there. You'll notice one glaring omission again. Sony haven't confirmed Ooh, yeah. their attendance. <laughs> the ooh yeah, the 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 fucking the yes <laughs> yeah sold the Soldier Boy uh, console isn't there either. The KFC console isn't there all either. All the best ones. All the best ones aren't aren't going. Um, I just want an excuse to become a KFC console podcast, and they won't give it to me. Yeah. So yeah, so this is a thing. Um, it's obviously I think this is really exciting. I know. I think people are excited that E3 is coming back because it's people often refer to it as like, you know, a game is a game is like Christmas. It's it's really exciting. Oh, yeah. We get so much news, we get so many trailers. Um I always love like the month or two leading up to it. Almost as much, if not more, than the actual month itself, because so much speculation goes around and it's just so it's just so fucking exciting, man, to be part of. Yeah. Um so I'm really glad it's back. I'm a bit I I don't know why. I'm, I'm assuming Sony have their own thing planned, but I kind of wish they would kind of come back to E3 because, I mean, they are still a big part of it. And I, I usually get PlayStations. I like the stuff they put out. And so it's just part of um, it's just part of that kind of megaton week that, that comes around once a year. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. E3 is great. Um, I love it. We, we, we do tend to get quite caught up in it. You more so the, the leading up to it, like you said. Um, you're just <gasps> scrambling through the internet. Like, is it fake or is it real? Um, <laughs> Who cares, man? Uh, and then it's part of the fun. But then, yeah, we normally do like a like a meet up or um, or mm-hmm. something like that. Or I mean, this year probably probably. And it's always near so our birthdays. Our birthdays as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. We normally always either just like hop on online and talk and watch the whole thing together, or we um i think it, it wasn't last year because um but the, the year before we all kind of just met up in person didn't we our group of mates we we did um, do it last year because we watched w- it we did it for not e3 we did it for the xbox game showcase because oh, you know, ev- yes, cause, you know every course, yeah. every publisher did like their own thing which is what i'm talking about they like everybody so so dragged out and yeah everybody we all watched that together yeah 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 so it's it's it's, it's just a good event um and yeah, it's it'll be sad not to have Sony there as well. Um, I do kind of well. We don't know; they still might. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because they are, like I said, they are a big part of the show. I, I like to see what's what's up and coming. Um, it will Absolutely. it will sway me to whether or not I want to buy a PS Five. Um, yeah. You know, I my brother um, plays a lot of PlayStation, so it's stuff that we talk about together as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 always nice to have them there. You know. Um, I don't have any beef with Sony. God forbid if they if I do because they're going down. You know, get on my bad side. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, that'll that'll be really cool. Um, I'll be really looking forward to uh, to that. And like, no doubt we'll get a big old juicy nugget of Halo Infinite and all those sort of things. So, yeah, I mean, I I've said this before, but this has got to be the year. I've been saying this for like three years now. Like, this has got to <laughs> yeah. be the year. This has got to be the year. And like, and, and like, I will, I mean, we'll talk about this close to the time. God, it's going to be so exciting to be doing quick resume podcasts. I'm rubbing my fucking hands together. I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to be covering this shit like a rash. Um, 
as we get close to E3, but like last year, you know, the reception to the show was, to Xbox's show was generally pretty mixed, but um, I thought, I mean, I, I generally thought it was pretty good, but I think the Xbox, show, uh, sorry, the Halo showcase generally um, brought everyone's kind of um, uh, view of it down a little bit, and you know, it was a lot of CGI trailers which bummed everyone out a bit rather than gameplay trailers. So, you know, I understand that. I understand that. It wasn't perfect, but it was quite good. It showed us the roadmap. And, like, I just think, like, with what was missing last year, with what we saw in CGI form last year, with Bethesda coming up, I like, we don't know anything about Bethesda. With potential acquisitions we don't know about. With Xbox games publishing, you know, working with third-party developers... That we don't know about. This has got to be it, man. This has got to be Megaton year. Like, if it's not, yeah. <laughs> if it's not this year, it'll be next year. But it's, it's got to be this year. Or <laughs> <laughs> the year after. Or the year after. after. Yeah. It's got to be one of them. I know, I know. I just. One of the years I'm alive in. Um... I know. Oh, well, I fucking hope so. Well, this is the thing, like, because it has been, hasn't it? It's been... 2018 was the year that Phil got on stage and he was like, oh, by the way, we're acquiring XYZ, you know, ABC. And. Yeah. You know, 2019, he came on and was like, oh, by the way, we've acquired these guys as well. 2020, oh, by the way, we've acquired Bethesda. It's like, at some point, this is all going to come flooding out and it's going to be fucking bonkers. So, like, I, yeah. Yeah. maybe, I mean, maybe I've got to be a bit realistic and think that because it's been COVID, there has been some stuff slowed down. But I still think we've got to be seeing some gameplay trailers for some new games this year. Like, we've got to be. Um, and, you know, with what we're going to speak about at the back end of this episode, you know, like, there has been there's still speculation that some, like stuff that is unannounced is coming out this year. So presumably stuff is going to be dropped out of nowhere and it's mm-hmm. going to be releasing later this year. You know, and that's aside from happen. Halo. Yeah, you know, that's aside from it's Halo. Stuff or potential releases, stuff yeah. So um, yeah. it's got to be this year, man. It's got to be. It's got to be. be. And, um, yeah, no, there's always crazy random uh, drops that you don't expect. Um, which is just great. It's it, it's it's part of E3 that that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's no doubt some pretty pretty big um, games will be shown off. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to see obviously yeah more more Halo Infinite um, avowed mm. would be pretty sick to see some more of that. Um, Elder Scrolls, new Elder nah. Scrolls. No, 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 not a chance, not a chance, not a chance. No, you don't think we'll see more of the no. title screen? It's the same. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see a different font. No, it's it's the same team yeah. that's working on Starfield. There's, there's not a chance. They're there. Oh fuck, Starfield! Put it in the bin. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, God, I know what yeah, you're sounding like. Pretend, yeah, yeah, it's pretending to be that guy. Kill who, grounded. Uh, Kill out a yeah. while. Kill grounded. Yeah. Give me, give me my. Give my me. games that I want. Elder Scrolls 6, 7, 8. Yeah, not a chance. We're yeah. not seeing that until 2025. That's my bet. 20... Jesus. Nah. That's my bet. See yeah. you next week. See you next week. <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll see you back for episode fucking 100... No, 342, where we talk about yeah, the Elder Scrolls 6. Is... No, no. Next week's the Elder Scrolls episode. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Oh, well, he's confident. He's confident, guys. We'll have to hold him to that. Right, let's it's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's coming off the back of that. Um, you know, I had mentioned Xbox Games Publishing. Do you know what I mean when I say Xbox Games Publishing? Sure. So I'm going to take that as a no. So under the umbrella of what Xbox have and their first party, they obviously have they have the studios, but they also have a team 
dedicated to make like third-party games and making them exclusive. So this is your recours. This is your Sunset Overdrives with Insomniac. This is um, your Killer Instincts. These are your third-party games, not made by first party, but Xbox pub game publishing um, initiates and incites those um, those deals. They're a total wild card because we have no idea what they're doing. And personally, I, I thought what they had done last year was a bit disappointing because we had heard nothing from them for ages, really. And all they came out with last year was As Dusk Falls. As that Something else called? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like the... Yeah, As Dusk Falls. It was the one that was yeah. like um, done over 30 years and it was like a drama. Um, and it looked kind of cool. We don't know too much about it. It was a French studio. It's done by um, Interior Knights, I think is the name of the studio. Um, and it looked it looked cool. It looked good. But like I was just kind of expecting more. And obviously that didn't... I don't even know if that had a release date. So... Anyway, there has been rumours that Xbox Games Publishing is doing some other stuff. And a couple of insiders have corroborated this now. Um, Jez uh, Corden from Windows on the Xbox 2 podcast um, has told us to not count out Xbox Publishing. And he's put a little squiggly wiggly there in his tweet. Um, if anybody's interested, I'm sure you can Google it and find it. He's said some really interesting partnerships in the works. And he's done a little squiggly squiggly uh, emoji, and that has caused quite a bit of uh, speculation. Um, okay. And this has been kind of, like I said, it's been corroborated by um, Clobrill, who's um, kind of a, a, an Xbox insider as well. And um, yeah, a couple of insiders have, have kind of corroborated this. So, and this kind of um, just amplifies what he said on his podcast i think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago and i'm just going to quote this just so we can all hear it out loud because it's, it's really exciting um quote i know microsoft is heavily involved with big third-party studios for exclusives some of the projects i've seen pitched are the kind of games i expect to be on the level of like where bungie was with halo back in the day the kind of 10-year plan thing a sobo like with a sobo and flight simulator I've seen things that are years out and are incredibly impressive that make me think some of the studios involved could end up being acquired because of the scale of some of the projects. So again, wow. this is like all like rumor speculation stuff, but Xbox game publishing are clearly up to some shit. Argue, you know, maybe we'll see some of it this year. Maybe we won't. COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But there, there is stuff happening. And again, this is all really exciting. They're always a really big wild card Xbox game publishing because we never you like they just come out of nowhere. Um, same with game publishing of, of most pub like Sony is the same. Obviously, they have their first party studios, um, but to be fair, most of their bangers have come from their their publishing team. You know, um, mm. like they had what well, they've had, well, they've had a couple anyway. You know, they had just off the top of my head, um, they had Hideo Kojima with um, Death Stranding, which was received fairly well um and I'm, I'm blanking on a few as well uh what what horizon was horizon was gorilla um god of war was obviously santa monica um what's some other big just... ones yeah i can't remember naughty dog is another Not first buy I'm not doing myself too many favors here i know anyway i know they've had they over through the ps4 gen they've had like several of their big um, like triple A games have been from other studios. Bloodborne is, a, is another example. Um, that's obviously done from, I was from software. Say Bloodborne, but I thought we were going in the last like year or so. 
No, no, just across the gen. But like, you know, yeah. Yeah. they've they've had they've had a few um, like that, and so yeah, we're, hopefully we see more from them. Um, I think it's again all really exciting stuff. Um, interesting partnerships in the works, allegedly. Yeah, for sure. Very exciting. Yeah. So we'll see. Again, this is the year, man. This is the E three year. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Yeah, it's got to. If be. I don't have a, a fifteen year plan laid out in front of me <laughs> at E three. I, all yeah. the most insane games coming out and um you also just like randomly dropped sunset overdrive it was like a bit of a buzzword there I, i'd love that game i'd love to see a sequel to that game do you not know no do you know who made sunset overdrive insomniac do you know who owns insomniac oh yeah <laughs> Sony bought Insomniac last year, so that's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it is, it's going to be exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah, I knew that as well. I just blanked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you did. Yeah, I know. Oh well, I agree. Yeah, it was a great game, but yeah, it was a great game. You just, yeah, it just kind of just, yeah, you just sparked something in my brain when you Mm. said the the name. Well, that was that was one of the few, um, like a lot of the success that. Global publishing, Xbox global, global publishing, blah, 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 um, has been earlier on in the gen that, you know, they had Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break with Remedy, uh, Killer Instinct with, uh, what are they called? Can't remember. But um, yeah, like those three games are like considered pretty good and they're all like games. But, but like as the gen's gone on, you know, it's kind of gone a bit weaker, you know, with, with ReCore and Crackdown is sumo digital, isn't it? And blah, blah, yeah. blah. So... You know, I really hope they kind of step up their game because it. I, I think they're some of the most exciting games because they come from, um, they come from third party studios. I guess. I guess to be fair, some of the more recent ones have been a bit of a turnaround. Like I'm thinking now, um, Ori is Moon Studios. Um, tell me why was. Who was tell me why? Who does bloody, um, t- uh, Life is Strange. Oh, I know this. Yeah, I know you know this. Go on, hit me with it. I don't know. nod. I don't. I don't know this. Don't nod. Don't nod. Yeah, don't nod. They're called don't I nod. Didn't it's all in caps. <laughs> okay, you didn't know. <laughs> Fucking lie. I didn't know it. <laughs> Everyone, I didn't know it. Mm, he's a fraud. Um, yeah. I yeah. Don't I nod. It. And gears tactics wasn't made by the coalition. I mean, it was in partnership. That was Giz Tactics was by a third party studio as well. So I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but um, nothing AAA scale though, which I mean, not every game moves to be AAA, but um, they, they haven't had one in a long time. So yeah, anywho, yeah. dead excited for it. Um, hopefully we see it this year. So yeah. if I had to ask you, um, who was the director um or, you know, like lead game designer for Gears of War, the original trilogy. Do you know who it would be? Um, I would know it if I heard it, definitely. But no, I don't know it right now <laughs> as you're asking me. Does the name Cliff Blazenski mean anything to you? Yeah. I feel like it's triggering something in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, this was. Doing, I mean, obviously, the original Gears of War trilogy was made by Epic, wasn't it? Um, and yeah. Cliff Blazenski at the time 
was um, the uh, was the lead game design, and he then went on to make a small little game called Lawbreakers. Remember that? Uh, oh, I know this guy. Yes. Yeah, you know this guy. You know the dude. Look at this dude. I could even, I could even picture his fucking mug. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a bit of a controversial one. Um, so. Uh, yeah, obviously he went on to make Lawbreakers, and it was exclusive to PlayStation. And he said a couple of bad words about Xbox fanboys to the bin, mate. Um, and then the game died, and everyone was like, "Oh, I told you, oh, I told you." Yeah. So, I mean, I don't personally, I I don't really get it. I mean, PlayStation offered him more money; he took more money. Whatever. So, uh, they need money; they're freelance, so whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> He he's been kind of out of commission and out of work for like the last few years. He like I think he took a break. I think he said he was taking a career break on on Twitter. Anyway, <clears throat> recent tweet from his went up this week, um, and he said, "For the record, I'm working on some new stuff, and you should know every damn day is agonizing not to talk about it." So he's back in business. He's doing something. We have no idea what, under what team, or or, or where, but. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he has agreed to do something with Xbox. I mean, again, I'm just speculating, but it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he if he has a small team and uh, yeah, he wants to be on on Games Pass. I could I I could see it, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, he's obviously a very uh, a very talented guy, so it'd be mm-hmm. it'd be quite uh, exciting to see what what it is. I mean, he tends to. Obviously, based on his track record, it'll probably be like a shooter of some kind, won't it? Or some kind of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, action game or something like that. But yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, he had a he had um, obviously Gears of War is his biggest, is his mo, um, and then yeah. he went on to do Lawbreakers, which was first person shooter rather than third, and then that game was received critically very well. Let's not forget that yeah, it commercially it quite failed. good. I oh, thought I, it looked great. I'm, I'm pissed I, I never got to play it. <laughs> it did look a bit. A bit intense, though. Like, I yeah, could man. not just sit down and play that game. It, it looked like I had to do like a line before playing it to keep up. <laughs> I'm all about that. Not that I do lines, PSAs, everyone. But like, you're done. Um, Your career is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it did look quite fun um, for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's quite a sad case um, for for gaming. Yeah, um, no, it, it is. It literally died like right out of the gates. It was like less than a week, like after it launched, it was like had like ten players. Yeah, no, it really it was, did. It was so, it was so awful um, in, mm. in that regard. And I, I wonder why that. Like, I don't know the deeper story of it. Like, it, did it need more marketing or? Um, I feel like it know, got a like, fair amount. Like, because sure. Or was it a game that released like alongside some other popular shooters and just murdered itself? I don't know. They like doing that sometimes. I don't know because I mean, obviously, like some people was really salty and made the case. It's like, oh well, if you released on Xbox, your followers and fans would have played. But it's like that wouldn't have sustained the game. Yeah. So that's not really a thing, is it? So, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I agree. I think I think he's a talented guy. Um, I say get him back in. Um, he also obviously like just before he hit the bin. He uh he tried to make radical heights. Do you remember that? It was like um when the battle royale genre was kicking up, he like made one and it was like some weird extreme sport battle royale. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, and that that died. Um because literally he, he, he tends to be quite extreme, doesn't he? This guy <laughs> Extreme Yeah. 
Um, I think he did have some involvement in Bulletstorm as well, which is obviously with people can fly. <laughs> um, people can fly developed that, and I think because people can fly were part of Epic Games at one point, um, and that game was obviously received really well as well. So I, I love Bulletstorm. So yeah, I say get him back in, get him on, get him doing something. He can make a great game. His track record is really good. So yeah, amen, amen. All right, what's next in the rumor mill? Um, so, I mean, this is somewhat rumor mill, um, I guess. Um, he, no, not he. Um, Final Fantasy uh, remastered. We've spoken about this before. Uh, lots of insiders have told us not to get our hopes up uh, for it ever coming to Xbox, but the contract for the exclusivity of Final Fantasy remastered ends on April the 10th, which is as of recording tomorrow. It's the 9th today. So if there is to be any news about it coming to other platforms, we'll be hearing about it soon. Um, again, a lot of insiders have been saying, don't get your hopes up. They're probably just going to extend the exclusivity. So meh. Yeah. That would be lame. I do really yep. want to play that. And I'd like to play it on, yeah, my, my console. I wouldn't, and obviously my my Xbox is substantially more powerful than my base PS4, which I don't want to splash out and get a pro or higher um, quite yet. So it'd be, it'd be really nice to play Final Fantasy VII um, on my Series X um, at the best possible quality. Um, didn't I hear something about them? Yeah, they're doing like a PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII. But they're like charging like full price for it. You heard correctly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember ass. the exact details. I don't remember the exact details, to be honest with you. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's um, they're doing a PS5 version and they've done like a very, very small DLC with a character from one of the other. No, but it was maybe in the original Final Fantasy. I'm the wrong person to ask because I know nothing about oh, yeah, Final Fantasy. It's, um, it's that lady, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a lady. I forgot, I forgot her name. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Yeah, I have. I remember seeing the trailer, um, but it was like twenty quid or thirty quid. It was like really expensive. It was like, a, and it was like you had to buy it to get the remaster or, or something like that. I'm, I'm probably giving misinformation here. I don't remember. All I know is, yeah, there was somehow a difficulty with, um, with price and, uh, yeah, a, a upscaled edition for the PS5. Yeah. So, that's Final Fantasy Remastered. Hopefully we have more to... Well, <laughs> maybe we have more to say about that next week, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. The Shelf Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's go. What was on um, the shelf this week? Drum yeah, roll. Well, I mean, nothing this week, but we spoke about this. What was on the shelf is the question. Um, and we spoke about this when it originally happened, like in one of the earlier episodes, we said that there was something to do with um, Hideo Kojima on it, on his shelf. And now, lo and behold, there's rumors, there's gossip, there's sprinklings <laughs> of something sprinklings. happening with Hideo Kojima and Xbox. Um, and allegedly, you know, if um, if we all recall correctly, Hideo Kojima was in um, was on to do um, an exclusive game with Stadia. Q laugh track <laughs> so yeah. that's obviously um, <laughs> dissipated um, and he Jeff Grubb another notable insider from Games Beat uh, has said and I quote Kojima is in talks with Xbox to publish his next game he also wow. said and I quote I do not know if the deal is closed 
but Kojima would be a big focus for Xbox when it comes to leveraging Japanese dev talent. Phil was referencing this deal with the shelf statue thing. End quote. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. If it's on the shelf, it happens. If it's on the shelf, it happens. Exactly. It's just, it's it's law. It's, it's one of the universal laws we live by. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, then the world enters chaos. So. Exactly. Um, he could, yeah, he could no, probably see a world exciting. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he just chooses not to put it on the shelf. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit of a dick, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's crazy exciting because obviously um, he's uh, he's quite the talent. Um, even though I kind of thought Death Stranding was a little bit assy. Obviously, I never played it, but um, I watched someone play it, and it didn't it didn't look like my cup of tea. But the man is pretty. Uh, Mm. pretty talented yeah so. i'm i'm um i've never played a metal gear solid game uh and part of me ah oh, fucking death the thing is death stranding has me written all over it it's like weird fucking sci-fi it's like a bit pretentious like i'm like i'm all over that <laughs> but like i watch the gameplay and i'm like what the fuck am i watching like and i can't i do you know what i couldn't because nobody knew what the game was about and arguably people still don't know what the game's about you know and and the vote is kind of split like a lot of people say that the story didn't make sense a lot of people say you know it's a beautiful tale a very you know story. which wouldn't surprise me because i know Hideo kojima is quite cinematic i i think he is based on what i've seen quite a good screenwriter he's just quite a cerebral screenwriter which is not what we're used to seeing in, in video games usually it's fucking outriders and people shout fucking shoot each other um yeah so like um I definitely think I could really enjoy a, a Hedo Kojima game, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Something about Death Stranding wasn't clicking for me, and it would have done if it was on Games Pass. I'd have given it a fucking go. Um, yeah. But I also looked at how long the game was, and it's like 45 hours to beat. I'm like, yeah. fuck that. No way. Like, I'm already yeah. on the fence about like the gameplay. It's walking simulator, so I, you know. Yeah, it's quite it's quite the commitment uh, for something where the gameplay doesn't entirely um, grab you. Um, exactly. So, yeah. so but it, it seemed like an okay game overall. And I think I think if you were to actually watch like a YouTube video on just like Death Stranding story, you know, stuff like that, and it pieces it together nicely in like a big long video, not like some shitty recap thing, you probably find it is quite a deep and quite very well written story, but yeah, it's not to me. It didn't seem worth um, the uh, the gameplay. <laughs> the, yeah, the agonizing gameplay. Um, yeah, exactly. but yeah, it'd be nice to um, to to get a talent like him um, for sure, and have him work on a game ex- exclusively for for, for us uh, for for Xbox. Um, yeah, I'd be very excited about that. No doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely agree. And, and this is the thing as well. Like a lot of people said this, even though it was a controversial game. Like I think, I think you know, the, the um the score settled out at like an eighty two or something. If I remember, it was like low eighties or, or mid to low eighties. So yeah, it was still pretty good, exactly. And yeah. and but like some other reviews, it was one of those where like some of them were down low at like a, a four. Some of them were up at like tens. It was just. So sometimes with these sorts of reviews, getting an to be fair, I don't know how they calculate it, but average isn't using an average or a mean calculation isn't good for these. You need to use a median instead because that discounts um, skewed data. 
But regardless, I think it's like, I'm glad the game exists kind of thing. Like, I don't think I'll play it even though... Yeah, I I'm just glad it exists. Like, it's obviously like a creative game, you know, and that's really, really yeah. good. That's the good ship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, I mean, I think simply because it's a nice segue, I want to speak about, um, you know, speaking of creative games. Um, there was um, an update from... Um, from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. Do you, do you know Jason Schreier? He, he used to work at Kotaku, um, mm-hmm. but he moved. He was like, he's commonly thought of as one of the few um, decent journalists <laughs> in the yeah, games yeah. industry. And he, he comes out with these like quarterly, like, you know, or maybe, you know, even every six months, like big pieces about a particular topic. And he, um, one came out yesterday, or maybe it was, it might have been earlier today, actually. Yeah, I think it was earlier today. Did, did you see anything about it? I didn't, no. No, no it was, um, it was about, um, it's titled this, right? Because this is his words, not mine. Sony's obsession with blockbusters is stirring unrest within PlayStation Empire. His words, not mine. Wow. I know, these are. this is weird because everybody was expecting this to be like a hit piece. <laughs> to be like a hit piece on, um, on Xbox or on 343 because this has been a thing. I don't know if there's actually any evidence of him... Maybe he did say something about it, actually, but supposedly there was going to be something in the works about um, looking into 343 and the disaster that is Halo Infinite. But it turns out it wasn't that. It was actually something about um, Sony, which is was really weird. Um, so it's a bit of an odd one, and this is a bit of a conundrum. So like, th- let me explain to you like the premise, and then you can tell me what you think. So the, what he's saying is, he spoke, and this is what he tends to do, he speaks to loads of devs within an organization anonymously and gets their sort of opinions on things. And there has been a thought that within the kingdom of Sony, the Sony kingdom, um, they aren't allowing teams to do their own thing. They're just concerned with big blockbuster commercial successes. Now, on one hand, obviously, yeah, like you're a business, like you're going to crank out big games which make a lot of money. But on the other hand, they're not taking risks or allowing devs to kind of do their own thing, um, be and then yeah. it'd be creative, exactly. And these and creativity involves risk. This is he he gave an example of um, Sony Bend Studio. Sony Bend made Days Gone. Do you remember Days Gone? I do. Yeah. yeah, fucking open world zombie zombie shooty game. Um, it got received pretty well, didn't it? Came in like a seventy-eight or something like that, mid seven, mid high to mid seventies. Like it, it, it's pretty good. It's, okay. it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. Can't complain. So it seems after that there were no plans for a sequel. The game, the IP is just dead. Um, which is hilarious when you think that Crackdown three got greenlit, Recore got greenlit, <laughs> just under, State yeah. of Decay three got greenlit. Just fucking fun. Anyway, um, so, um. And Sony Bend got folded in to um, to Naughty Dog to help with the next um, Uncharted or their next game or whatever. Um, and obviously the team was really upset with that because this means they didn't get to work on the property that they developed and they wanted to develop with. Um, and then eventually, like a year or two later, the team kind of revolted and said, look, we don't want to do this. So they put them back on their own project. But this is this is apparently happening in a few places across, uh, across um, Sony in that. There's just 
a bit of limitation and restriction into putting teams on big, reliable pots of money. Um, yeah. But, I mean, on the other, you know, these games are are critical hits. They're critical sweethearts and, like, they're commercial bangers as well. So, like, what's your take on all of that? Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's mixed. Um, obviously, I do... Obviously, I feel like developers should have the creative freedom, um, you know, to work on on um, on things they want to do and ideas they've come up with and all that sort of stuff. You know, I feel like that generates a lot of passion and passion really helps with game design and making good games. Um, but it is it is a risk um, as well, and putting them onto these new. Uh, sorry, the existing like pots of gold, as you were saying, it's not it's not bad for the consumer or anything like that because, like you said, these games are widely loved and um, you know everyone would be you know gagging for these sort of games to come out. Um, it's what the community wants, but yeah, it's it's quite a tough one. I, I can I can understand it from both sides of the coin, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they should just, you know, if there's a way to give them a bit of creative freedom in, inside of the the games they're forcing them onto. Um, but then, mm-hmm. you know, that in itself is risky. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's It's tough. Well, I mean, and this is the thing, right? Because it could be said, the argument could be made that since like 2014, when Sony did start cranking out these wonderful, wonderful games, there has been a fair bit of similarity. There has been an overlap of third person action adventure, narrative driven, over the shoulder. Yeah. Mm, you know, some of them have been more shooby shooby, like Horizon. Some of them have been more, and Days Gone. Some of them have been more hacky slashy, like God of War. But I think you'd be being a bit disingenuous if you weren't able to look at that collection of games and say, there's similarity here. You know, Ghost of Tsushima is another yeah. one, Last of Us. And, you know, I will just, being facetious, say that they're all about dads as well. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I know they're not, but there, there is some, there is a, a little bit, maybe too much of thematic overlap but that's more opinion than anything else so um yeah and, and i think what i i mean yeah like i'm in agreement there is obviously there is um a bit of both sides to this here but like what i think is the real problem is that for these last five years it's been fucking sick to be a playstation owner because these games have been rolling out there's been a couple of new ips that have landed on both their feet and that's so exciting like you really don't like horizon doing as well as it did is completely ludicrous um mm. you know spider-man that's obviously was never going to fail well I mean, having said that i mean avengers died so maybe i'm wrong but you know these games are like you know big new entries into the ecosystem and i think what a lot of people aren't talking about is that if they continue this trend they're going to find themselves with a Halo, Forza, Gears kind of position where they have to start cutting the fat with everything on the periphery and just kind of keep the stuff which is successful. And this is why you see COD pumped out every year and it's why people rightfully make fun of it for being a recycled franchise. And, you know, Gears started getting that rep. It's maybe 
coming out of that a little bit, maybe not, depending on who you ask. Halo started getting it as well. Forza, you know, the reason why Xbox drew that criticism is because it they kept leaning really heavily into these pillar, these tentpole franchises. And, you know, five years from now, if Sony decides Horizon 2 actually, you know, it only hit 80 on Metacritic, so we're not doing a Horizon 3. Um, Spider-Man 2 only hit, you know, an 82. We're not, we're not doing another one of them. And so it's like, oh, well, if with God of War, another Uncharted, another Last of Us. You know what I mean? So like, you get to this really dangerous point of like, art is m worth more than the number you put on it. And I understand yeah sony aren't as big as xbox so the risks they can take are less there but you know i think there is there's it's dangerous it's a dangerous game to be playing son yeah it is um yeah because then it just becomes such a like a suit in a boardroom sort exactly. of thing doesn't it they just look at the numbies and they're like make more of them yeah um, exactly they don't care like they don't they don't have the, the the passion that these dev teams have and the people working on the games so they're just like i don't care if you have a fantastic idea or you want to make this you fucking you make me you make me this um yeah, like mm -hmm. i said it is a dangerous game um and yeah it can just it it, it just narrows their um their sort of their ability scope. to yeah. to be creative, yeah. Their scope, yeah. It, it yeah, it's yeah, it's risky for sure. Exactly, and I mean, because I look, I look at kind of what they've done, and they have like there's one notable exception, and that's Dreams. And I, you know, I have I have spoken about this before. Dreams, you know, it's it's the game maker game, um, which is done by Media Molecule, which is one of their first party titles, and that's a fucking ridiculous game, by the way. Um, and that's like a huge outlier. You don't see big budget game making games. That's ridiculous. Um, so that's a notable outlier. But other than that, like they're quite similar. And then I know, you know, it, it's, I know people are going to hate me for drawing the comparison, but even across Nintendo, like Nintendo and Xbox, they have had a lot of variety in their IPs. I mean, you can criticize Xbox for the, for the critical success. That's fine. But like, you've got games like Crackdown, stupid, but yeah, you've got Sea of Thieves, you've got Ori, you know, you've got, um, then you've got things like Gears, then you've got things that even like Forza in the racing genre, you know, you've even got, I know Killer Instinct was a while back, but you Killer Instinct. So like, there is like a lot of variety there. Gears Tactics, uh, Flight Simulator, you've got all of this stuff, which is like across a, uh, like, you can't paint the same brush across all of Xbox's games. Again, Nintendo games, Mario fucking Golf, Mario Kart, <laughs> you know, like they, they, they're wild with some of their IPs and they just make it work like nobody, like nobody's even, they had like a, a rhythm Zelda game a couple of years back, didn't they? It's so weird. Yeah, they did. They yeah. just kind of make these games work like it's no big deal. So it's really weird. Um, so I think, yeah, you know, I think like, well, I think it's like a fair concern to have and like more so there are going to be people who sit back and are like, well, you know, I don't care. These are games that I like and I love them and they're really well received. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, what the bigger deal here was that the devs are getting pissed off with it you know they don't want to work on sequel number three sequel number four sequel number five or maybe they do but they should they're not being given the option that's the difference it was showing their work as well exactly um that sort of thing um motivation and passion play a large role in making a good game and if you start stripping them of that um yeah it will start to show in your in in your products um, yeah through lack of innovative ideas or just laziness or or, or anything like that yeah um, absolutely it will I mean, start to shine through eventually yeah i mean and that's what i mean i i would you know i would argue we're kind of already starting to see that 
Like I, you know, I, yeah. I can't, I can't think of a game that has been like. Oh, it sounds it sounds really stupid and petty, but like I can't think of a game that has been like creatively innovative from Sony. I think their games have been fucking sick, but I don't think they've done anything new. Whereas, no. why well, you mean, know, sorry. You can say it's not creatively innovative from a gameplay standpoint, um, but like I don't know, like the the premise, like the world that was created in Horizon and stuff like that. Sure, like the gameplay is stuff we've seen before with some new things, and it's not that innovative. But the world itself, the idea itself, was pretty quite staggering. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. So, yeah. But you know, I, I will say, you know, again, like Horizon is a new IP. So, like, yeah, but like this is the idea that you know, yeah, if, like I said, if Horizon Two doesn't review as well, are they? It's, it's suddenly is Horizon on the chopping chopping block? You know, it, it's just things like yeah, that. Um, yeah. It you know, whereas it wouldn't even be in question that after Halo Four didn't do as well, quote unquote. You know, still getting eighty seven or whatever on Metacritic. Um, like, of course, Halo Five is going to be then. You know, same for Halo Five. So yeah, it's just this kind of I don't know. I you know, I it, there's there is this like bigger and bigger wedge like going between how sony and microsoft are, are approaching this and nintendo obviously doing their own thing but um but yeah that's uh yeah. that's a thing that happened all right uh nice pause quick before we move on to our next topic i, I need to plug in my laptop so oh, yeah, yeah okay cool well, yeah, i'll pause it, it and we'll um, we'll resume yeah cool all right so picking Picking up from there, um, there's just a few bits and bobs before we um, finish off uh, today's episode. And in the long list, of, well, uh, actually, both of these things are things that seem to be happening happening weekly. And the first one of those things is uh, a delay, <laughs> another delay uh, in the form of uh, in the form of Deathloop, um, which honestly was a bit surprising because I'm pretty sure it already got delayed. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be coming out like November for the launch of the PS5 but yeah. uh so this is its second delay which is actually kind of an interesting thing because obviously this is Arcane Leon um uh in France making making this one and so it just makes me think that like did um Phil have to sign off on this delay <laughs> for for the PS5 launch um Potentially, what, what do you mean by like sign off for the delay? Like, well, I mean, if 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 Xbox owns Bethesda, like, I mean, it would have had to have gone through someone at upper management, and they would have had to have said, "Yeah, fine, we'll let you delay the game for our competition to make it better for our competition." You know? Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 could be. That could be what it was. Um, but, I mean, it would have been delayed regardless, right? I mean, just development-wise. Well, maybe. I, I'm just saying it's just a funny situation to be in because the Xbox leadership has to, has to make the, like, sign off on them delaying uh, the game for a game that's not even coming to their console. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we are getting it, but we always make the joke where oh, we're yeah, getting it. What was it, a year after it releases? Was it? Yeah, it'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we <laughs> if they're delaying it from so two point, years, then <laughs> yeah, it's still it's it's a year from the point it reaches PS uh, PlayStation. So like, um, which is sad because uh, I mean I'm I'm a big fan of um, what Deathloop lo- looks like. 
Um, I think it looks like a really, really cool game. Um, definitely right up our, our alley, um, mm. for sure. But, yeah, it's just it's just a shame. Um, I hope it gets... It's, it's, it's one of those games which might not be received particularly well as well. It's, it's, it's quite hard to make. Because uh, it's multiplayer only, isn't it? There's no well, nothing else to... I, do you know what? I don't bloody know. I think it does. I think it has like a multiplayer component to it. But I think I think the problem Deathloop has going for it is that it's hard to market. I, yeah. I follow Arcane stuff quite religiously and I, I couldn't tell you exactly what Deathloop is. They even made a video it's... trying to explain it and I still don't really know. I don't understand what the game is. It's it's weirdly giving me like um I mean hopefully it's better than this but it's giving me like weird like Brink vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brink. You know when no one really knew what it was, and like it was kind of multiplayer focused, but then they like half baked some like single player in it. It had mm. loads of delays. Uh, I don't know. I just I kind of. I'm getting a brinky vibe from it. Don't you say but, that. I don't, I don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> I don't want to hear this curse. Absolutely trash. But yeah. Yeah. Man, um, I was, yeah, no, I was so excited for Brink back in the day. Everyone was, man. That that, that game was Who made Brink? What a fucking know. throwback that is. They're probably they're probably not around now. They're um <laughs> They're on the fucking Brink, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're on the run. They're probably out in Cuba somewhere. <laughs> Um, Switzerland, maybe. La, but, look at um, that arc star. It's fucking Bethesda. <laughs> it's published by Bethesda. <laughs> well, it's published by Bethesda, made by Splash, uh, Splash Damage. Who? What else did Splash Damage do? That uh, that covers that. Do you know what the cover art is for Brink? Like, can you see it in your head? It's, it's just like, some iconic, dude with like man. a Molotov. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, he's got like an background. SMG. Yeah, blue background. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah, so dude, that game was so. That game was like crazy, overhyped. Um, I was so excited for that and game. It God was. It. it was so so bad. <laughs> it yeah, was it so good. bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, Deathloop does look really cool, um, and it's a shame to see it get delayed. But I say this with all all delays. Like, you know, if the product is better as a result of it, then so be it. Um, I, I can I can suck it up for a little bit longer. Yeah, it it just sucks that we're like always going to be a year behind that, and exactly. it's like oh, for God's yeah. sake, like it's the just game seems just so far away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you know, the further we go, the less. The only reason I mean, I, I, I'll always love the stuff that Arcane does, but the further we go on into the gen, the less important it's going to be because there'll just be more new stuff to play. So, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it it does look. Deathloop looks fairly innovative. Um, you know, it's a cross-gen game, I think, but it still looks quite innovative. So yeah, 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 no, for sure. Um, um, fun yeah. fact, actually, um, Splash Damage, the guys who made Brink, are the same team that made Gears Tactics. Oh my god! They work with Xbox quite a lot, actually. Having a look at it, they helped wow. with the, the. Yeah, I know. Yeah, wow, they that's helped crazy. with. They help with the Master Chief Collection PC port. They help with Gears 5 multiplayer, Gears 4 multiplayer, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair play. Fair enough. So Brink doing... 2. Let's go, baby. Yeah, Xbox exclusive. Is... Yeah, Brink. I'm calling it. <laughs> I've made the connection. This is my baby. If this it happens, I want to shoot 
to fame. <laughs> this is it. Oh, wishing you the best, man. I hope you make it. <laughs> it's quite a bold move. It's quite. It a bold is. Move. It truly is. All right. Well, it, I mean, in our other sort of weekly coverage, it's Starfield. Um, yeah. More Starfield leaks, bro. Um, so this was, and I'm gonna, you know, um, barrels and barrels and barrels of salt here because. Um, <laughs> You know, it's this is on 4chan. This leak comes from 4chan, and if you're not familiar, 4chan is known for being uh, really reliable. I mean, not only is it a piece of shit forum with lots of piece of shit users, <laughs> it's um, yeah. it's the 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 leaks there tend to be quite uh, volatile, shall we say? So I'm just mm. I'm not going to read the whole thing because there's quite a lot here. If you want to find um, more about it give it a quick google starfield 4chan lake i'm sure you'll find it but there's some pretty cool stuff here because i mean as we've spoken about before we don't really know what starfield is other than that it seems to be a kind of near future um space kind of exploration game we don't even know if it's gonna i mean presumably it's gonna be like fallout and that it's gonna be first person or third person um but i'm just to go over a couple of big things here um Lots of different types of weapons, kinetic, laser, sonic, cryoplasma. There's obviously skill trees, skill checks. Areas Silent will vary in gravity levels. Silent protagonist. That um, definitely gives off Fallout sort of vibes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Aliens will be in-game, but some will not be humanoid and cannot communicate easily. A huge variety of alien wildlife, varying planet to planet, and a host of unique playable alien tribes. Mm. Um, other bits and bobs. Colonies within moon ships, space station, asteroid bases, derelict spaceships. Locations vary from small planets um, to big planets. Major cities on, on developed planets. Um Wild West style bounty hunting system with a wanted mechanic for doing bad things. Yeehaw in space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> In-depth hacking systems and augmentation, cybernetics. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the gist of it. Um, I mean, like I said, it's a 4chan rumor. There's as much chance that I could win the lottery tomorrow as this could be correct, but it's yeah. it's there. If you enjoy the if you enjoy the speculation, it's there. Um, I mean, it all sounds fucking cool, so <laughs> I wouldn't does. be sad if it. I'm pretty if sure I typed this up actually. This is this Did is you? my fortune. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! You yeah. can't be on my podcast anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I'm a fortune member, or because I bamboozled you? Both. You can't forge. <laughs> you can't forge. <laughs> <laughs> leaks and I can forge my own report news. on your own leaks. No, <laughs> of course I can't. I got you to report on it. It's a loophole. <laughs> this is how we take the fucking world by storm, dude. Yeah, you just go it. anon and fucking type up bullshit leaks, and I'll report on them. Everybody like, will click. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Xbox just... is buying Nintendo. Yeah. Xbox I mean... is buying Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good it's one. crazy, man. Who, who is this guy I keep seeing making these leaks? Who is this guy? <laughs> this is yeah, so legit. 
Uh, but yeah, no, it all sounds uh, it all sounds very cool. Um, yeah, Starfield is still very uh, <laughs> very so, elusive. Yeah, uh, considering something that has a release date this year, right? No, it doesn't. It, there's just lots of speculation. Um, just lots, yeah, 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 lots of speculation. Um, it, it, it's not yeah, too it's, far it's off pretty... though. It's not far off. Like it's it, it's going to be in the next year. I'd 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 bet uh, like a good pair of socks on it. Wow, that that's I put a lot on the line for it. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Well, not my not my like best socks, but you know they're some of the older ones. Dude, we maybe. can take it. We can just we can take it out. We could just cut this bit. Are you sure you want to commit to this? I can't. I can't commit, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, no, yeah, Starfield. Um. Does it cool in theory? Um, bloody well, definitely, uh, definitely something I would uh, be interested in playing. Uh, as yep. you said, uh, yeehaw in space, all <laughs> out in space. Well, I hope not. Like yeah. I literally, I would not. I mean, now that I've played a fallout, that I, you know, that, that still makes me happy. But I, I really hope it's not just full yeehaw fallout in space. I hope it's it's got its own vibe. Um, I'm sure, I mean, you I'm know, sure it will. Todd Todd Howe is is on record saying that this is his dream game. Yeah, that's yeah. He's, he said that about this game. So he said that I imagine about Fallout seventy six. I I don't know if that's true. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not true. <laughs> Nothing I say is true. It was such a little, it was such a mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long week. Yeah, it has been a long week. Um. I, I don't have anything else to add. I mean, I'm aware by the time this has been uploaded, you're all going to be talking about the podcast that Jeff Grubb went on and he said, oh, Xbox might be doing a partnership with FromSoft. He said, oh, oh, something's happening with Nintendo. Oh, so I'm not, where am I going to talk about this today? Because that wasn't in the news cycle for this week. So fuck you. We're going to speak about it next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still click. <laughs> yeah, <but> st- <laughs> and uh, and obviously you just subscribe for next week, right? I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, yeah, we'll speak uh, about it then. We'll be in, in a week late, but yeah. we'll get to it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure exactly. there'll be more news next week, anyway. It's fucking mental, I mean, I can't keep up. Yeah, no doubt. Like something else will come to Games Pass. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Microsoft Word is on Games Pass. Dude, wow, that that's hot. No, that's too big. That I'll one. tell you why, actually. I'll giant. tell you why, actually. That is pretty huge. Imagine getting a month free Games Pass when you get Microsoft Office. It's in everyone's house. Boom, done. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> what deck? I figured it out, dude. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe... All right, now we do have to cut that out. That's, really, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't. If Microsoft catch wind of that, that's it. That's just global <laughs> dominance. That's, that's fucking it. It's over. Oh. It's the Androids. God, okay. uh, yeah, we're talking a load of we're talking a load of nonsense now. So we're just gonna we're just gonna sign off. Um, yeah, and yeah, thank you, thank you for for listening. And I hope you enjoyed my my smoother voice this time. Hopefully, oh, it's, it's not so like, smooth, dude. You sound it's not like great. insanely loud. You sound just like so a mouse. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like the most buttery smooth giant. Yeah, all well, you hear is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially when you're you're the one that says the important stuff as well. Yeah. You're fucking dropping all the knowledge bombs and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm the only one that they can hear. 
Oh, Taking man. a swig of beer between fucking news, yeah. news reports. I actually, I did have to stop the beer stroking and the drinking uh, during this podcast because you told me you could hear every single, you could hear all the liquid going down my, my neck. <laughs> well, maybe, you know what, maybe. into my stomach. If, <laughs> if, if the people want beer ASMR, <laughs> then they can have it. But, you know, we'll just have to they play can. the field of it, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll just have to make a second channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Jesus. Bye, everyone. Fuck. Bye, everyone. Do something better with your lives. Do Bye. Better with your lives. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.